It's the itiest, bittiest time of the podcast. There'll be podcasts and Hawkeye and other things to talk about with our friends. It's the itiest, bittiest time of the podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. And I'm Jordan. That one's going to be great. You're going to see, you're going to hear, you're going to feel a guy who was hitting the harmonies early and then powering through. Mm-hmm. Yep. The third day after a COVID booster shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are. Yeah, yeah you the, are. The throat was doing all sorts of things, but we powered through. I we thought you were through. levitating. It I mean, looked might- like you were <laughs> levitating. <laughs> we, we might not have won there. Hey, but- no, no. Harmony is all about confidence. You don't have to sing the right thing as long as you sing what you believe is the right thing. Sing I- badly with gusto. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I also… what Something else I believe… Here's what I believe. I believe… To be the right thing is Hawkeye the show. And we're on yeah. episode four of it. And I'm sad that there's only two episodes left. I know. Same. Same. Um, this show continues to be… I think the great thing about Hawkeye for me… I think of all the Marvel shows that are out right now. If I wanted to get somebody into Marvel… Hawkeye might be the most thoughtful yeah. Interesting. In terms of yeah. a television show. I think it doesn't require too much detective work <laughs> or like you know there's so many clues and stuff and as much as we want to nerd out about like WandaVision and Loki and you know what was that pause the frame who's that in the corner sure the ease of Hawkeye has been one of the most enjoyable things I've watched during this holiday season mm-hmm. and during the MCU television history continued so we jump straight into which is exactly what I think we projected we're back with the sword Jack sword is at Clint's neck right when we start the episode. And then it immediately just jumps into them kind of sitting down and talking to Hawkeye. How did y'all feel about the beginning of episode four? This is the kind of episode cliffhanger um, that I don't super love, the like fake out cliffhanger where it's like, oh, we spent a whole week, like something's about to go down. And then it's like, ah, silly misunderstanding. Stupid. I can't believe you thought something was going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love that kind of cliffhanger. Um, Before we say say that term again, do you think we should be a little more sensitive to Clint using the term cliffhanger? Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, let's call it like a like an oh no mix em up. Like I don't like that kind of end episode yeah. of oh no mix em up. Right. Um, because then it's like what's going to happen and then what happens is nothing. Mm-hmm. But I do like that it kind of forwarded, yikes, our yeah. understanding no, of Jack a little bit. I yeah. thought that the the like… There was a certain amount of weirdness to the scene of Jack and… Uh, and uh, and Kate's mom and Kate, when Kate was like suddenly sort of cool with Jack being there. Did you guys pick that up? Well, yeah. yeah. I think she was enjoying how happy her mom w- was, which I guess in turn means she was kind of… Yeah, that getting, just felt like a little… It felt reluctant to me though, which which tracks. I just think our, our family dynamic, like the… The bones of that family dynamic are there and they have the potential to be interesting… But I don't know that the minute-to-minute interactions between Kate, her mom, and Jack are necessarily written very well in this show. I think I'm. I think I'm realizing that I think those could use a lot of work. Sure. Yeah, I can see that too. There were moments when we had Jack interacting with Mrs. Bishop, or I mean, I guess Mrs. Bishop if she kept the last name, um, that felt like they just kind of forgot their lines and were just yeah. working through it. Yeah. Um, 
That's a good point. So there wasn't Vera Farmiga does very much feel like she's rehearsing. Like she's yeah. going to record, she's going to shoot her scenes tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And it's like, but both of those actors too, you know, I, I don't want to measure them against the the charisma that is, um, you know, Clint and Kate with those two actors. But these, it, it doesn't feel up to up to snuff. Yeah, as we're talking about scenes with interactions that don't feel up to snuff, let's talk about what I think is the best scene of the show so far, which is our um, Christmas party, the, our two-man Christmas party yeah. with Kate yeah. and Clint, I think is the best sequence of this show so far. It's very, very, very Their good. chemistry, man. I know we've already talked about it. It's off the charts. Haley Steinfeld is blowing me away. She is a blast. Yeah, she's yeah. so fun. She's really, really, really great in this. As I was watching the interaction of their the Christmas party, I was thinking, you know what? This is definitely um, in the running for maybe super dump or super pump of the whole series. We'll sure. see. Usually yeah. when we do these Marvel shows, we like to do a big super duper pump and dump at the yeah. end of it because it's kind of hard with something that is clearly a piece sure. of a five-hour long story. But I think it's great. The the coin moment was fantastic. Yeah. Um, just that whole that cuts. whole party just felt so, I don't know. It, it's just so refreshing to get something light from Marvel. Because we've, we've like, the, the minute-to-minute moments in the movies have always been light. We've had some real heavy stories. And Especially real, recently. Real yeah. bummer stories recently. Like, I, we don't yeah. have to watch Vision die again in this show, which is a big win right. for me. Right. Yeah. I think… Um, we do get that pretty hard tonal turn at the end of this um, where Kate is piecing together that Hawkeye was Ronan mm-hmm. and where he yeah. explains. Can I, I, I'm going to say something I don't think is controversial, but if it is, I guess this is my up top warning. I am kind of tired of Budapest. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah. In this show? Or just in ever. general, in, in yeah. the MCU, the amount of times that Budapest is our shortcut shorthand for character development that we never got to see. Like, Marvel has used… Is he don't, talking don't about Budapest, Budapest, though? That's I think that's when he was sent thought, to kill her and changed, I, right? I mean, I don't remember. I thought that in Black Widow, we, Budapest was a job they were on together. Like, they were supposed to go kill the other, the remaining Black Widows. Is that and what they that de- was? decided not to do it, yeah. Is that what that was? Okay, uh, well, I then I, that I, was Budapest, right? I, I guess remember. I misunderstood well, I, then. It felt like the story he was saying was the best shot he ever took was when he chose not to kill Natasha. Natasha. Correct. Right. That, That's that what he's talking about here. Okay. For some reason, I guess my brain thought that that was Budapest. No, they of worked the amount together. Of times they have talked about Budapest. They worked together oh. in Budapest. And in Black Widow, we got the reveal of what it actually was. I just. Didn't gotcha. enjoy that movie enough to remember what okay. the reveal is. That, that, that is all very fair. Maybe, maybe I guess, a more um, respectful to the narrative way of saying what I'm trying to say here is so much of Nat and Clint's friendship is uh, explained to us through, trust us, this was crazy. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, if he had said… If she had said, what's the best shot you ever took? And he said, it's the shot I didn't take. And I immediately went, oh, yeah, he's talking about when he didn't kill Nat. Do, do you know what I mean? I just wish yeah. Yeah. we didn't. And they they have painted themselves into a corner with Clint. So I can't fault them for trying here. But I just wish that we had handled Clint and Nat with more dignity to the characters prior to the last two years. Oh, sure. I mean, they were still 
they were still kind of Joss Whedon cardboard cutouts, yeah. you know, until we decided, oh, wait, people actually really like these guys because they were just in yeah. the background of all this stuff in the beginning. But yeah, yeah. It, it with, does, with, the dialogue there is super duper expository. It does feel yeah. like uh, they, they, gave, uh, they gave Kate the line, you're talking about Natasha, right? And that was a huge just to bummer. Make sure like, yeah, we don't like, need that line. Like, <laughs> if you're paying attention, you know that's what he's talking about. Even right. if you haven't watched the other movies, he's talked about Nat like two or three times every episode of this show. Yeah. We don't need that super duper, we don't need that expository dialogue. Although, yeah. this is not nearly as, as expository as uh, the dialogue and something else that we may have watched this week for our podcast. <laughs> sure. Yes. Tune in tomorrow. Um, yeah, I forget that Clint was kind of mishandled too. Yeah, our two our two mortals in the Avengers. Uh, it feels like we're coming back at the end and really trying to fluff it up and be like, "So sorry, but oh, look at the dynamics here." You and, love yeah. them as much as you love Robert Downey Jr. in his role, right? Yeah, and obviously ScarJo kind of was the billboard of that because of getting right. her own movie and the actual newsworthy uh, relationship that she was having with Marvel Studios at the time. You saw she's back, um, right? They kissed and made up. She's back on board. Oh, did with they Marvel. really? Mm-hmm. I did not see that. Yeah. She's back on board with Marvel. She's uh, she's still executive producing the, the Tower of Terror movie for Disney. Uh, and then she's she's involved in an undisclosed Marvel project. So fun. Well, maybe good. maybe it's a Black Widow 2 with Flo Pew. Well, I, I think it's a, a pro, I think it's a producer role. I don't think she's acting anymore as <sighs> Natasha. Speaking of Flo Pew, about time, huh? About time. Can I uh, can I say them spicy? I'm gonna say something spicy, spicy. Say it. I hated that entire sequence for one simple reason. They shot this and then played it back at like 130% speed rather than 100% speed. Oh, yeah. They, it was like they listened to us talk in the first episode about how bad the choreography was. And they said, well, you know what would make it better? If it looked like they were moving faster. But all of the choreography right here at the end, this entire end sequence from whenever, basically once Maya shows up and then once Night Monkey Yelena shows up, <laughs> our footage is being played back at like 130, 150% speed. Where it like I didn't it, even catch that. It's almost Benny Hill. And it's like, what are we doing here? Why are they you doing my that? untrained eye? Yeah, I, I think like, it looks horrible. Oh, that, so that honestly <laughs> might be a super a super dump for the series for me. It looks terrible. Wow. wow. Another uh contender for super pump for the series for me is the callback. Is we have uh, Kate with a chance to shoot Yelena and chooses not to. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, so this is, maybe they're going to have a, a buddy relationship, which would yeah. be the hope. Um, I don't oh, think Oh, I want feels, the two of them to bond so badly, do I, I know. want this? I don't think it feels too, I was afraid it was going to feel repetitive. It was like, well, when you take on the mantle of Black Widow or Hawkeye, you have to be friends with the other person There's taking gonna the be mantle a Black of that Widow. character. Yeah. But it's like, it's like I don't if you know. Give a mouse I think a it cookie. makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. And if they've you done give so a much, Hawkeye a bow. She's gonna going want a Black to Widow black to go with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We talked about how unfair, like ultimately how Black Widow was a, you know, thank you essentially to ScarJo. <laughs> Let's make this about ScarJo, but it ended up being about Florence Pugh, <laughs> about yeah. Yelena. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's it's bittersweet because I think we could have had because Scarlett Johansson and Jeremy Renner are phenomenal actors. And we could have had so much chance to have this much of a relationship building process before we threw them into the Avengers together. And we're absolutely going to get that with Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld. Yep. And I'm just watching their connection and I'm like, man, 
it's it's a long play, but it's going to really pay off, I think, eventually. We Do you just guys didn't get to have that. Feel like you're mispronouncing Haley Steinfeld's name every single time you say it because it's got that T in there. Yeah, you know how I feel about every name. So, yeah, yes, that's true. The answer is yes. So I guess Doge, do you feel like you're mispronouncing Haley Steinfeld's name every time you say it? I intentionally avoid it because I, I, to I actually don't know if y'all are saying it correctly. Is that why you just call her Hales all the time? You're just like, and Hales is. That's why I call her Kate Bishop. Kate that's why Bish. I call her. That's why I call her Maddie Ross from True Grit. Exclusively. <laughs> I call her that girl that was in Pitch Perfect that one time. <laughs> Jess, had, Jess had never seen anything else that, that Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld, Steinfeld was in. <laughs> Literally the first shot of this show, which was her face, Jess goes, why is she in this? From Pitch Perfect? And I was like, hang on though. Hang on. <laughs> like, hey, let's talk about this. <laughs> I'm going to need you to the whiteboard in your living room right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's always shocking when somebody who normally does one thing does a different thing. Like how we normally talk and don't make money. Yeah. What if, <laughs> hang on, hang on. I have an idea. What if we switched it? What if, if we, we switched it up? and constantly we make d- money? If we don't, if we don't talk <laughs> and make some money, what if we did that? Ad break. I'm going to go let my dog in. Who? Who? Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I watched this episode with headphones on. I had to watch it on my laptop. Just like, just like Chris Nolan intended. Jeremy Renner's voice filled my entire brain. Yeah. Something about his voice is like, it's just, he's like, and Kate, today you don't understand. Is that that? Like, it's just like the. <laughs> like oh, from the Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody would repeat it. <laughs> Uh, Haley Steinfeld obviously is on a media junket because I think she's going to be in media junket, by the way, is like when you go around and tour and talk about your movie yeah. and all your projects. Haley's got a chance to just nonstop be on those. To just always be on them. Like, yeah. Yeah, because she's got in the Spider-Verse, right? And we could talk a little bit about the Spider-Verse Across right the Spider-Verse. Part she's one, a, by the way. She's yeah. Big surprise yeah. there. That's super fun. She's in that. Obviously, she's in Hawkeye. So she's mm. this this girl is set for the next 20 years, maybe? Yeah, yeah I'd years. say. I think she's yeah. going to be doing this for a really long time. But she was on Jimmy Fallon the other night. I don't know if y'all saw this. No. And Jimmy does this thing every now and then where he'll try and just get the the juicy goss out of you about like spoilers and things like that. And obviously there's the dynamic of her being on the show before the current show that she's in uh, has a finale. And Marvel obviously has twists and surprises. And so Jimmy was kind of like, so… 
you're gonna be you were in into the Spider Verse. That's pretty cool. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, No Way Home's No Way Home will be coming out pretty soon. It's in New y'all. Uh, Hawkeye's in New York. Be kind of cool if Spider Man showed up in the last episode of Hawkeye. Huh? <laughs> and she just kept it, kept her cool. Was like, yeah, I think that'd be great. That'd be awesome. And like he mm. just kept trying to like pull stuff from her. And so it's something that we always talk about. But would is that possible? Do you think that we could get some Spidey? Not just talking about him. I would. I think be, if you're going to do it, yeah, I would be sort of surprised. Yeah, I would too. Uh, but maybe we could see the big portal vortex of all the other Spider-Men who have ever Spider-Maned coming into New York. See that off in the distance. Yeah, I kind of don't want it. I think this still needs to be very much about Miles Haley, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, about Miles <laughs> yeah. and only Miles. I, no, I don't. Did think you I see wanna... her almost ruin? I assume the Young Avengers. <laughs> Oh, no. no. Her, See, I have such stage, a… Her on stage and somebody asked her a question about Young Avengers and she like looked at Kevin Feige for permission to say something and he looked at her and he goes… <laughs> she just turned around and she's like, ah, no. <laughs> Jordan shook his head with a, with a wild fury in his eyes. That's why I made a sound. To imitate uh, Kevin Feige's nonverbals. Speaking of real world adventures that are happening in our reality that might be affecting the MCU reality. Uh, do we want to pop over to my theory nook? Just briefly. Just briefly. Oh, a, sure. quick, a quick trip. I, Did you guys, I don't feel like there's this such thing as a quick trip to your theory Did nook. you guys yeah, get your permission slips signed? we only have about 12 minutes left, so hopefully that's enough. I need to see permission slips before we go. Okay, you, get, you did. did? Jordan, permission yeah. slip? I turned 18 in the early fall, so I actually don't gotcha. have to have permission slips from my okay. mom anymore. Cool, that's great. So you're going to drive the bus for us. Well, I, I mean, you have to be 25. <laughs> In a, I'll do it. <laughs> in a press junket uh, that happened earlier this week. I think it was earlier this week, maybe late last week. Um, Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal were talking about the new Spider-Man coming out. And Amy accidentally let it slip that Charlie Cox is sort of back as Daredevil in the MCU for real, for real. Hmm. Which prompted Feige to make a for real, for real announcement. Hey, Daredevil's back in the MCU and it's Charlie Cox. That's been confirmed earlier this week. Wow. Uh, Deborah Ann Wool, 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 Steinfeld, who plays Karen in the show, uh, posted on Twitter, so excited to be back working with all of my Daredevil friends again. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio retweeted that. And so I am, I am almost suspecting that we might get a mini Daredevil reunion in the finale of this show. Oh because God. we do keep talking about Wilson Fisk. We do mm-hmm. keep talking about he's laundering money for the big man. That's mm-hmm. Defo the Kingpin. That's definitely yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk. But I think we might get… Filson Whisk. Filson Whisk. We might get a, a, uh, a Wilson Fisk and then a, uh, a Foggy and Karen reunion in the finale of this show and save Matt Murdock for Spider-Man No Way Home. And that's why Haley's like, am I allowed to talk about how our show has some of the same folks that are friends with the folks that are in No Way Home? And Foggy's like, no, you're not. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I, that I that mean, was a quick trip. That was a quick trip to the theory nook. That was a quick trip. Quick trip. And I, I don't know girl. if it's the, the, <laughs> the last time it was made clear our opinions on Daredevil on that series. So I think it's mm. worth saying, but I loved it. Yeah. yeah I'm a I, big I Daredevil really enjoyed fan. It. It's great. I think, I'm, I think it needed to still be… Charlie Cox, I think he was yeah, for sure. so good for the role. I would love so. a suit improvement. I, I never quite got on board oh, with I the like suit. Oh, I like it. I liked it a lot. The red, the final red one? Yeah. Yeah, never I liked it. quite got there for me. I really liked it. I thought it was cool. 
What happens to your world if it is Daredevil, but it's Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck? Um, <sighs> shattered. Completely shattered. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. Do you mean Bowser? Inconsolable. Do you mean the do you mean the Bowser of acting, Carter? Oh the yes, Bowser I forgot I had compared acting. him to Bowser. He's good for one thing. Steals all my <laughs> He's stars. He's okay for that. Um, a little bit more about No Way Home. These projections. I looked this up. So on our Discord channel, on that highest Patreon tier, um, we had a chunky David who reached out and said there were projections of six hundred and fifty million dollar opening for No of Way Home of ticket presales, right? Yeah. yeah, that's and not even I, counting the monsters who are going to show up to their showing and be like, "I would like to buy three tickets right here at the door, please." I know, and I looked this up, and it's not—I won't say all but confirmed—but there's multiple sources that are saying it looks like it's projecting to be about that. I think it's because this is an IMAX thing; it's not going to yeah. be simultaneously released on any streaming platform. And I've got to say, during this holiday season, and I might have mentioned this on these Hawkeye episodes already. But I see all the Christmas lights and stuff. And then I think about the ones in my own neighborhood. And it felt like earlier and at a more intense amount, the world is getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. Does, do, do y'all's neighborhoods have more lights than normal? Yes. Yeah. This is and my that's first not even in comparison here, to, so. the, to the blackout that it felt like was the last two years, <laughs> especially 2020. But I, I feel like even though COVID still exists and now we have X-Men versions of COVID… Um, <laughs> I feel like people I hope are just I get ready. The Wolverine one. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people are relieved and ready and I feel like people are like, you know what? It's starting to feel a little bit more like normal and it's they're making up for all the time that they like lost. Like normal. <laughs> so I do I'm not surprised that No Way Home is going to be that punch that just happens to be like we're all yeah. like people are coming back to the theaters. This is a long-winded way of saying if you're playing box office ball along with us at home and you don't have this movie, thanks for that's playing. A, that's it was a, a big good oops. year. Appreciate you. Guys, I really hope my all-time favorite actor of all time, Gloria Bishop, does not get cut from this movie in her role as homeless person at soup kitchen. Dude, well, I am going to be looking for her. They guaranteed. did cut. You saw they did uh Tom Holland's brother, Harry had some scenes uh, in this and they cut all of them. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> as long as Ned's in the movie, I'm safe. So <laughs> we'll talk about Ned tomorrow. I promise that. Mm. 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 Um, anything else to mention? What What are we anticipating episode five? What do we think is, is starting I, to happen here? Honestly, don't know. I think if I had to take a swang at it, it's going to be a fight on two fronts. Working mm -hmm. to convince Echo to fight against her uncle. Yeah. And working to convince, convince Yelena to lay off while we finish up some important work. I am confident the episode is going to end with Clint once again captured by the tracksuit mafia. Uh, but this time uncle comes in to finish it himself. One of our, our closing moments are going to be Kate trying to go rescue him. And then Vincent D'Onofrio steps out of the shadows. Ooh. And then we cut to black. That'd be amazing. I also think that there's a good chance our whole show basically ends with a Christmas morning doorbell as a beat up Clint, Yelena, yeah. Echo, and Kate Bishop. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, dude. Why not? <laughs> Hawkeye season, I'm going to call it season one because this show very much feels like there will be another season of it. Yeah. Do we just feel like would that Hawkeye's be Valentine's Day? What holiday would it oh, be? Oh, that would be really fun if they were that all would be cool. holidays. Yeah, that actually would be super fun. <laughs> kind of like Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that would be a blast. And I 
one more conversation before we wrap up on episode four. Sometimes we use the term that it feels like a movie is moving at a slow pace. Um, there's movies that a lot of us love. Sometimes they're the ones that are more dramatic. Those Angelica Film Center movies that were like, hey, Nomadland's great, but it's slow. You know, you have to kind of tell people. Prep like, people hey, for it. Get used to that. It, Hawkeye feels a little bit like an outlier in terms of its slowness. Mm. And maybe it is just the the chemistry and the the amount of screen time that we get between Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner. But I would say this is a pretty slow pace yeah. at times. I, I would imagine for every episode that we have that's about 35 to 40 minutes long, we almost have 10 minutes. So maybe like 25% of this show, 40% of this show has been kind of slow, but I kind of want a mm. different word for it. Is there another word for a good slow? I think it's or is interesting. Slow considered negative. In I mean, movies? it's we could say methodical. We could say intentional, but I think it's interesting because the overall story of the show is incredibly slow. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's well, kind small, of just, it's a small scale story, actually. Yeah, I think this the, the, the pace of have. the the pace of the story itself is disguised by how many we get at least one action set piece per episode. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the minute to minute stuff does feel quick. But the overall story, yeah. It's, well, it's, I think again, what we're finding with these Marvel shows is the first episode or two lengthwise, just length of time-wise, is writing a check that the middle of the show can't cash. Um, like we keep getting these like hour, 55-minute premieres. And then the next couple episodes, it's like, it's 40 minutes, but there's six minutes of credits. So it's really yeah. like 34 minutes. Yeah. That's following in the grand tradition of the Mandalorian season one. Or mm-hmm. what was it? Season one or two that had like a 29-minute episode. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then had one that was like over an hour. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I guess they make up for it. But it still made me mad. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a minutes count just yet for Hawkeye episode five. But there's only two left. So we've got one releasing on the 15th of December, and then one on the 22nd of December. We have also reached the end. We are now past where uh, reviewers got pre-screeners. So nobody knows what's happening next. That's why I'm confident Uncle is showing up next episode. Yeah, very interesting. Because we don't give him the spoilies. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, To end this episode, I'd love to have your name. Mm -hmm. Let's try that this time. Mm -hmm. Oh. So make sure people know who you are. It's a good idea. And... I'd love to have your name, and I want you to because I think episode one is when I'm like I think Clint's gonna die. I don't think Clint's gonna die. I do think he's gonna get to go home and be with his family for Christmas, and I think we're actually gonna get to see them sit down and eat together. That wonderful tradition of the holidays. I want you to tell me after you give me your name, what are they gonna be eating? Mm. What are they gonna be eating? I'm Carter, and they're gonna have some roasted hawk. Oh no. Mm. It's going to be tough know. to tell. But there'll be somebody out there. Just look like a tiny game-y. chicken. Gamey. Probably pretty gamey. Pretty sure hawks are bigger than chickens. Really? They're not fatter though. No, but the, I do think they're like pretty significantly larger. Sure, but like a hawk drumstick would be lean because it's it's not as dummy thick as a chicken. Yeah. That's chicken with two C's. <laughs> cluck thicken. cluck. Thicken. Chicken already has two C's. It's a thicken. <laughs> There's four C's. Thicken nuggets. <laughs> Thicken nuggets. Thicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm Doge, and Hawkeye's beautiful wife, Velma, from Scooby-Doo, will prepare for him to be waiting when he arrives at the doorstep, battered and broken. She will get turkey wishbones, and then uh, across the back of them, put a little string of angel hair pasta. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then one green bean, and she'll make little bows for him to eat. But cute. That would suck, actually. We didn't have to eat the wish. It didn't have to eat the wishbone. One pasta. So she would say, "Here's your bow, and it's one green bean and one noodle." And then that's when he would be like, "You always do this, Laura." <laughs> Laura, it's Christmas. You always do this. <laughs> I'm hungry. She makes him like a white Russian and it just he has a flashback again to losing <laughs> Natasha. My best friend was white and Russian. I remember <gasps> my favorite white Russian. <laughs> well, my name is Jordan and it's obvious. It's obvious. It's pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Lucky the pizza, pizza dog's going to yep. come in and steal a slice and everybody's going to go, ah, and then it's going to be over. Pizza dog. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.